Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Kenya's biggest conversation that's broadcast live every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. on Spice FM. Hit subscribe for more thought-provoking conversations with your hosts Eric Latif, Ndu Oko and C.T. Muga and who's who of an eclectic mix of guests from the world of politics, policy, business and culture. This is a Situation Room podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to the final hour of the Situation Room. You know, why must we talk about demonstrations as people torching tires on the streets? Yes. People coming out and screaming and throwing stones. Why must that be there? And why must it be tolerated, to be honest? Definition I mean, Should of people not just march, precisely what they said, march, <coughs> chant, sing, mm -hmm. walk? And go back to yes. where yeah. we came from later. Why does protest have to involve the burning of tires, breaking of windows, throwing stones at... Looting people's oh, private businesses. Why? Why must it be that? Why? Mm. It's true. It's a, it's look. It's it's a good question because the truth of the matter is that you've seen demonstrations, whether mm. it's across country. Look, did you did, did you remember that there were demonstrations in Tunisia last week? No, did you remember were. that there were demonstrations in, in South, South Africa, Africa last week? But they were. Mm. But they were. And if there was a point that they were trying to make, they made their point. And we did not hear this. We did not see fire. We did not see shooting. We did not see, you know, beating and looting. We didn't see that. Is it not possible that demonstrations, because you still do demonstrate, you're still putting across a point and it's reverberating throughout the globe. Malema is still giving press conferences about the uh, demonstrations that they had in, in Johannesburg last week. Yeah. Still till today giving presses. We need to encourage some level of maturity in our, in, our, in our demonstrations because I think there are very many instances where more people maybe would like to join a demonstration but they think about the kind of things that's going to happen they will not and they feel I will not even be treated as part of the demonstrators because of my behavior. That's so true, Eric, and I don't think you even realize the truth, the depth of truth of that because we talk about, for example, in Nairobi, just the conversations where they're looking at very relevant spaces, a social media, <laughs> whereby the middle class has been accused many times of saying you're not even involved in this you sit and you're you know you're a twitter warrior or your keyboard warrior but the chances of you being seen on the street are very minimal right and then i heard a lady say to me she said you know what some of the things that they're talking about i would actually like to march on kenyatta avenue and march from point a to point b and let my voice be heard but for the life of me because of what i see i am not going to go and be clobbered number one i'm not going to go and be stuck in any kind of melee but i want my voice to be heard how do you deal with two ends of a spectrum like that whereby on one hand you're being accused of not being participatory in terms of things like this but then you fear literally for your life in terms of what could happen because you will not be allowed to picket or to lobby in a sane manner and i think it ought to be looked at really it really ought to be looked at. So much so mm. that when anybody hears mm -hmm. protests or picketing or lobbying, being in the security personnel of the government, your first reaction is one of control yep. or violence. You go and talk to police today, talk to army, talk to GSU, and you hear about protests, they think, ah, ah, is that not what it is? Yeah. Whereas in many point. countries, yeah, true, this is the thing. Whereas in many countries, police are out to protect the protesters, mm. which so, is what it ought to be. Much as we talk about, all right, yeah, you know, the way the police are reacting, oh, police should not provoke the protesters. Da, 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 da. There are very many instances where it's not the police who are provoking the protesters. It is because the protesters and the way they've organized themselves, there are elements in those protests that are just rowdy. And you don't have to be that way. You don't have to come out and torch tires and then place them and burn the roads and do all these manner of things for oh, you to really? be heard. 
you that's not it that you, that's not the way you must do things you don't have to remove all your clothes and lie on the, and jump on top of vehicles of moving vehicles or di- dive under a moving vehicle for you to be considered you know the otero Heard. of protesters <clears throat> surely it doesn't have to be this way the protests are necessary mm. the picketing is necessary the collective voice is necessary the violence associated with the politics from whichever side, whether it is people throwing stones, torching tires, policemen lobbying tear gas, those are not necessary. Mm. Because they move us away from the actual issues that that picketing, that demonstrations are supposed to actually represent. Yep. And then we have a completely different discussion, which was not even part of what was intended in the first place. No, totally. Totally. And, and if you look at, at what the leaders are saying, so yes, the leadership of Azimio has said, we want to hold a peaceful demonstration, but by words, not by deeds. You don't hear them saying, okay, so and so, we know the structure and organization of our protest. This is who we are using to mobilize the people on the ground. This is who we are using to, you know, chaperone the people. If we see an incident where people have actually just jumped over like we saw people have crossed over and jumped over and torched the uda offices that's not because police were provoking them no those who torched those things were not provoked by any police officers they were actually by themselves throwing stones and then they jumped over a fence now what did we hear from azimio did azimio actually come on and say okay hold on condemn Uh, 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 are those people who did it who are they let's talk to them Let's even call them people as your baba. This is it. This is not how we do them. do our demonstrations. If we had all those things and then Kome was coming to say Mutaniona, we'd now all together tell Kome, hey, Kome, this is not the language. Because we must also tell Kome, that's not the language you use. If you're talking about people are going to demonstrate, you can't start saying at you, oh, you're going to ban demonstrations. You're going to threaten me and my people. There's a way you behave, there's a way you speak, and there's a way you even send your officers. The photos, the images that we are seeing on the streets today are police officers wearing wearing helmets. No, riot gear. Proper riot gear. Yes. From top to bottom. Forget helmets, shields. It is not riots that are being called for today. It's protests. The IG has threatened that the demos will not go on. You know, that is already another message. So people who come out. (laughs) You see, it's like asking to be defied. See, now when you do that. Anybody who comes out, I'm going to arrest you. Okay, arrest me then. All right. Now, you see, uh, that language is confrontational. And it produces the very, very thing that we say we are trying to achieve. We've now negated it completely. It sets the scene for what we expect to see. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Kissier is a governance expert. He's our guest this morning at this final hour of the conversation. Good morning, Philip. Good morning, Eric. How are you? Very well, thanks. How is the new year? How is it old? Happy New Year. No, Happy new. new Year, but I... I haven't seen you this year. No, as long as we haven't met, even if we meet in November. Yeah, it's a new, new Year. year. <laughs> <laughs> it's Happy New Year. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Yeah. And yourself? Very well. You've not been tear gassed? <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't gone out there yet. We were just talking about it. Those who would like to join the demonstration that they fear, you know, they fear, A, first of all, being clobbered by your fellow demonstrators. <laughs> like, Kundu will not be going out there. Fellow demonstrators will be looking at her and, you know, you don't look like one of us. <laughs> so, first of all, we make you look like one of us. <laughs> okay, Philip, mm. seven months on, and the Kenya Kwanzaa administration is now facing a sustained demonstrations. There are several things. One, there's a political side of things, you know, open servers, Cherera 4, stop recruiting the new Chabukati, uh, you are not legitimately in office, so go home. 
Then there's the other side, bring down the cost of living, reintroduce subsidies and all those other things. Do you think it's too early to demand these things of Kenya Kwanzaa? Do you think it's too late? Do you think Kenya Kwanzaa is actually addressing these matters? Yeah, you know, Eric, you can't say it's too early. Neither can you say it is uh, uh, too late. Mm. People are elected into office based on the manifesto you roll out. The manifesto is basically a promise you are making to people. There are certain promises that were made by the current administration and which, among others, included lowering the cost of food, mm. basic food items. In our case, we talk about unga. Mm. Lowering uh, the cost of fuel. And they gave themselves a timeline. They said... Uh, in fact, maybe people should have demanded for this one a bit earlier. Mm. They said, <laughs> by the time the Holy Bible comes down, mm. these things will come down. <laughs> so, I mean, Kenyans are not uh, wrong to agitate for reduction of the cost of living. Mm. It is their right. And a promise was made. So in that context, I think Kenyans are within the right to say, okay, you made a promise, deliver. But realistically speaking, mm. uh, you can't lower the cost of food uh, in, in, you know, in that fashion or the lower, lowering the cost of anything, particularly when those um, costs, there is some, uh, you know, um, the costs which are not within your control. Mm. For example, oil. Mm. The price of oil are, you know, dependent on uh, other players in the international market. Mm. So if you make a promise of lowering that cost by such a huge percent, I think you are to blame you're setting yourself you up. just uh, you i mean you set up yourself and mm. you can't blame anybody mm. so it was not realistic but the question is um uh, you know what can we do about it mm. so this needs a lot of engagement uh, they, he needs uh, you know they, they, the administration needs to re-engage with the kenyan people you know uh, agree on new timelines because you made a promise you failed to deliver get back to the drawing board and agree with the people you had promised other new timelines. Mm. So that's what must be done. And then, of course, there are other stakeholders like uh, uh, the opposition uh, that, uh, you know, speaks on behalf of uh, those who elected them. Those also must be engaged. Mm. So you're engaging not only the politician, you're engaging the masses. You must um, uh, prepare a new message. Uh, not very easy. It is easier said than done, yeah. but you must communicate. Mm. You cannot pass the blame. You, you can't that? now say that, uh, you know, I mean, you made a promise when, by, by the time you're taking over, even before you took over. Mm. So you can't now say, you know, uh, CT must explain why the cost of um, items is high when he never participated in uh, formulating your manifesto. Don't you think the Kenya Kwanzaa then has done that? Has come to the people and said, um, yes, we made the promise, but give us more time. For example, I remember what was the first affordable housing project in Kibera? And the president then went there and he said, you know what, people, I know what we had talked about, the price of Unga. Now, very many other factors come into play. We are going into fertilizer subsidy. We are going into this uh, rainy season. And our cost of living will start coming down in 12 months' time. You know, it was um, a public conversation and he said... You see, he um, Eric, you cannot issue such a policy statement in that fashion. Okay? Mm -hmm. It must be issued in a more professional manner. Like... You can't issue it in a baraza. It must come out as um, a cabinet decision, policy, and issued properly to the Kenyan people. By just issuing casually, issuing in a casual manner, it doesn't help. Okay? Prepare proper policy statement... Issue it in a manner that, uh, uh, you know, even um, those, of, those of us who are agitated will, will uh, you know, um, be convinced that you are serious. Because if you just issue it in a casual manner, mm. 
what makes us believe that uh, you know change the time timelines again that we'll get another 12 months and again fail to deliver so the point is that those costs of food items mm. or commodities can be lowered through a subsidy if you look at your budget yeah so instead of buying uh, uh, new motor vehicles uh, reduce, uh, you know, I mean, I, 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 when I looked at the budget, I said, okay, these uh, fellows appear to be very serious because uh, they talk about austerity measures. Mm. But now when the previous office holder on entertainment, from the figures we are seeing from Treasury from, on entertainment, or what they call hospitality, mm. was a million bob or something thereabouts. And we are told the previous administration were generous when it came to hospitality. Mm. <laughs> you know, the items they consumed were more expensive. <laughs> now, these guys who are consuming only Tiana Mandazi and the budget goes up by 500%, I think there's something wrong. There's something really wrong. Mm. So, you look at the budget, provide subsidy, because that is something that can be done immediately. It doesn't have to wait for tomorrow. But their argument and their reasoned argument is that, yes, we are providing subsidy, but not for consumption. We you provide see. subsidy <laughs> that then looks at the future. And see, here's what I'm saying. This government should give me this job of government spokesman. <laughs> the cabinet sat and discussed the issue of cost of living. And that is why I remember the communique from, from cabinet, which talked about we have authorized the importation of GMO maize. We are going to open an importation window for maize and other food items to come into the country to address the immediate challenges we have with the cost of living and availability of food. Then they also authorized and approved the expenditure of money to import fertilizer for subsidy to go to the farmers immediately. So that was, if you're talking about policy, then there it is. It came out as communication from yeah. cabinet that this is Eric. a decision that we are taking and that's where we are heading. Eric. The president addressed parliament and he said, we are not going to use subsidies at this point of consumption. We are dedicating our subsidies to the point of, he addressed parliament. It's on record. Eric. Yes. You are not a farmer. I am not. <laughs> you, on the other I'm hand, a farmer. Like mm. are a farmer. I'm you a know, farmer. this farmer is big time. Eh? You see? <laughs> <laughs> it's not farmer, according to Philip. <laughs> <laughs> you see, by the time you're producing any commodities, you know, of, of course, fertilizer is a, is, 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 a, is a serious component when it comes to the uh, final cost of uh, the product. But it's not the only cost. That's number one. Number two, by the time you plant anything, even with uh, a subsidized uh, component, which is, in this case, is a fertilizer, the best you can get in any region in the Republic of Kenya is two cycles. So maize, by the time you, uh, you, you plant and harvest, it's about six months, okay? In fact, in other areas, like uh, where we produce a lot of maize, so, in Bungoma, uh, Transoia, uh, you know, and the rest, it's actually one crop by year mm. yes is the stomach going to wait for one year even that fertilizer so we're talking about measures that you can take immediately to cushion people uh, uh, um, um, fertilizer fertilizer comes in. fertilizer fertilizer mm. is midterm long term we need to reorganize uh, farming completely so that we produce um, uh, this um, uh, crops on large scale yeah large scale farming mm. okay I don't know why uh, the irrigation project failed, but you know now people are on the steering, they can deal with that one. But if you expect a hungry fellow to wait and apply fertilizer mm. and wait for another three, four, four, five, six months, you're calling trouble. You're inviting trouble. So the thing we is, must deal with it now. Sure. And the only way is, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, people are hurting. 
thank you. We've got the fertilizer. Very good. That's medium term. But the stomach is not medium term. The stomach is now. Sure. I mean, I'm... I'm Sasa Hivi. Philip, I'm of the same persuasion here that, you know, look, the, the thing is that you have hungry Kenyans today, but the practicality of a solution is where we, everybody's at loggerheads right now. Because the truth of the matter is if you say a subsidy, it costs money. A subsidy is not free. And so the thing is, where is it going to come from? And I understand how the optics look is that some, somehow there's money from somewhere else to be able to do other things. But then, are we saying that apply the subsidy today, feed people in the interim, and then by the time that is done, the harvest would have come and people can harvest and then we can get this thing rolling. But the practicality of a solution here, and a solution that come about, that then is comfortable for everybody, and we all seem to be at a loss beyond the subsidy of what can be done, beyond wait for the harvest. And keep going at it. We know that things are tough, folks, which is what we're hearing. We know that things are tough. Can you just hang on a few more months and this thing will be rolling? Do there's this underlying problem <laughs> of whether this government is trusted or whether the things they say can be trusted it's or only not. Six months, mm. it's, no, no, no. it's not even a question of six months. It's an issue of trust. It's okay. a trust issue. We talked about this before the elections. We've mm. been talking about this for the longest time. It's trust. Mm. Do people trust you? Do you carry people along with you when you say the things you say? Mm. Our friend Philip here has just mentioned something about land life skill production. The land in Glana Kulalu, well done, 1.75 million acres. That's what it was. Mm. Maize was supposed to be planted on 200,000 <coughs> acres. Yes. The issues around that particular, let me use the word space, is as murky as it has been for the longest possible time. You're, ne you're never really sure what you're being told. Mm. So when you're then told that we still have land that we haven't utilized and that we found 40 acres, was it Malawi or Zambia? Zambia, both. Yeah, 40,000 to plant. You're asking, uh, uh, okay, why are we going to plant in that country and yet we have land which we haven't utilized? Yeah, and we have a lot of it too, okay? So there are many things that you hear and when you pause, you ask, I've heard what you've said. I don't understand it. Yeah, I, I even want to try and understand it, but how does it address this problem that I have now? now we've had now. people in this studio and we've asked a simple question. We've heard the plans you have. We've even heard of the money that has been allocated today. Today. Okay. And what is, are you going to do so that people question. stop? But this is my question here: mm. that if the boot were on the other foot, right? What would the other side be this, doing today? I, 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 I really want to understand because I get it and I resonate with it. Is it, it is a today problem. Yeah. But how are we going to put? If it was, if it was you, Philip, if it was Rilo Dinga in office, if it was Martha Karua today, and we say yes, the harvest must come. We've put farm inputs here. We've put fertilizer in. We've we have fertilizer subsidy. We've put cheap inputs. We're waiting for the harvest, but we have people who are hungry today. Do. Where are we getting food from do. today? Th I'm asking. And, I'm, this and is I, the I want to respond to you. Uh -huh. or, or do you. Do you want Philip to respond to this one? Either, I mean, Philip. Are, are they in power? No. Are they the ones who have the burden of addressing that problem? No. no. So are we they? can actually. Yes. So this is what we let are me, saying. Let, let me answer. No, no. City. Are we I, saying I, I, that I we can finish. demand? I want to counter that. I are they, what, are they, are they in power? Yes, they are. I have not finished what I'm saying. Yes, they are. Or pure and die the leader of minority is in power let's be very clear on that okay which power no he's in parliament let, let Eric continue okay. with he's in parliament yes. he's in the leadership of parliament okay 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 he's a minority leader in parliament he's in the in the house business committee of parliament senator of kilifi judges judge who Maza yeah. justice mazaya mm -hmm. yes minority leader in the senate is he in leadership yes he is in leadership is he in power yes he is in power okay 
Now, are they in power? Yes, they are in power. Those 100 plus members of parliament from Azimio, if we, if we were just to look at them from that angle, from Azimio, they are in leadership. They would be in majority if Raila had become the president. What would they be doing? What are they doing today in parliament? What bill have they come up with to say, listen, this is Mr. The former governor of Kakamega is the shadow finance minister. He would have been the man in the national treasury today. What budget would he have presented to parliament today? He should be showing us that. All right. Weekly for Paranja should be telling us Can I what when we are out in the streets <coughs> yes. demanding that the price of unga comes down, this is what we mean. Okay. We Can want I? X billion shillings to go towards buying maize okay. and giving it to millers and then that maize is okay. given free of charge to people. Can I finish saying what I started saying? Yeah. Start saying Let it. me just say they are not in power. That is where oh. I started off and Eric has responded by saying they are in power. Okay. When I say they are not in power, I mean this. When you are a president, not of another country, of this country, and you're the one who has that position, that power you have is unique in that you can more or less do exactly what you want. 2010 constitution or not, reality is you can more or less. And if you can't, under the little inconvenience of the law, you change the law. If you have a majority in parliament, majority will do exactly what you want. Now that is power. But Eric is absolutely right in that those who represent the opposition ought to be also telling us in details what they would be doing differently. Exactly. And so in that respect, mm. he and I have not disagreed. And that is my question, because we're saying that the problems are a today problem, Philip, and I get it. It really doesn't matter what side of the political divide you are on or who you support. If we're saying that Kenyans are hungry today and that they've been cheap farm inputs that have been put, obviously we need, okay, the rain is falling, Abby. Okay, in a few months, there will be a harvest, right? Until then, hungry Kenyans today who don't have enough shilling to wrap around for filling, where are they going to get food from? And I don't think anybody has the answer. You see, um, who has the answer? And if they do, what is it? They Let's don't not play have hide an and answer. seek. Let's not play hide and seek with this answer. <laughs> because people are hungry today. Where is it going to come from? You see, let me also just uh, add on to what Siti has said. Eh? Eh. Um, Eric. Yes. You know, we must distinguish between leadership and management. All those people you mentioned are in leadership, including you. You're in leadership in one way or another. So to that extent, we don't disagree with you. But the functions we're talking about right now are only under the ambit of an executive. Running the economy is not the business of any other person, but the person who has been given that authority to manage yes, the country. Yes. So lowering the cost of food has nothing to do with the opposition. It squarely falls under the executive arm of this uh, uh, Nisawa. Uh, uh, so then, so in that case, so then, Philip, you cannot ask you wait, and I and everybody else. You cannot ask let me them do it. You, you come here this me. morning you and you've told us what they should be doing. You cannot ask me to do somebody's job. No, don't do it. I'm not paid to do that. But job. the question is, question is, what should Why they? Why are living from what? What yeah. should they do? So I've just told you, Eric. Immediate, because people cannot wait. People are hungry. So that is that immediate thing. Immediate thing translated into translated into government. It, you've, yes, been, you've been I'm, ahead of an executive. I'm just telling you, Eric. Translate it. I'm not translating. Uh -huh. It is as simple as this. Yes. It is not long-term solution. It is not sustainable. But because you are dealing with human beings who can wait and who cannot wait for tomorrow, subsidize the cost. What does that? What does that mean? 
remove money that you are spending on items that can wait like buying motor vehicles how and much? subsidize food how much i don't know how much is required you see the chief the the the, the, the minister for finance who's paid to do the job clearly has the figures he knows he can liaise us with um, the minister for agriculture they know the number of tonnage required for maize okay for example they, let me they, help you they know it. one second uh, they know uh, how many tons we require so it's a budget issue between now and until we harvest so it's a budget it is issue. known in fact those figures were known even last year we know so it's a budget issue and we can extrapolate even we know even what will so be required next my year question. so okay. it's a budget issue of course it's, it's a budget it, issue it is a reloc you know relocation it's a, it's a, it's reallocation, a, reallocation reallocation of resources and appropriation you can actually place. stop this one postpone this one uh -huh. yeah like the 802 like, million example, for vehicles uh, for, uh, for example they yes. they they are billion shillings for three officers for food for uh, for um uh, vehicles. Uh, for luxury vehicles yes that is an item that you can step down on either you step down yes or you postpone okay it can wait who passes that but it that, can wait who passes that budget philip that budget yes of course, if you are the majority, you'll pass it. No, who passes the let's, budget? Let's just be practical no, here. No, no, City, no, no. You are Every the majority. Vote. It goes to parliament. Every vote counts. It goes, listen, it goes to parliament. You have the majority. Yes. It will pass. Does the minority have any? In fact, oh, er, er, hey. a minority has, they have, I mean, they have a say. Has that minority voted against they have, that? Yes, they did. They, I mean, they interrogated the budget. and Did the minority they, they vote? Did. Philip, Philip, be very the, careful here how you answer the next question. I'm saying, did the minority vote against, against the supplementary budget? Of course, and uh, uh, even if they voted, yes, uh, uh, no, uh, I'm saying, Philip, yes, they, or no, uh, no, even Sister Eric, Philip. even if they voted, <laughs> even if they voted, did Eric, they or did they not? I'm, they must have voted. Did they vote for or did they vote against the supplementary budget? They must have voted against. I don't think they would have voted. <laughs> I, I don't think they, they voted did to not support vote against supplementary budget. Budget. supplementary budget. The question is insisted on that way. It's a yeah. trick question. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we already know that. We're, we're not asking your opinion. We already, we already know the answer to that question. <laughs> he knows the answer to the question. <laughs> 20 minutes to 10. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> this is the Situation Room. The only way to start your day. With Philip Kissier, governance expert. He understands things of how to run a government. <laughs> <laughs> so he's telling us what the government should be doing and what it's not doing. Okay. So, I mean, here we are and looking at this. One thing that they've been... I'm, I'm going back to this point because I think it's important to look at weighing both sides. Right, Philip? The government has asked for time. That six months is really not enough. Of course, one would argue that... Well, you, one of the members of the former presidency, would have understood what it meant to run government, right? So making such promises then maybe was a little bit irresponsible because you know what it means to run government. However, they've still asked for some time and said, look, some of the things that they've put in are going to take time to come about. In the meantime, we're asking Kenyans to hold on. Do they have merit in asking for this of Kenyans? You see, like City said, eh? can you be trusted? If you lied yesterday, the book for yesterday, now you're, you know, can you be trusted? Asking for more time, I think, is something that is, um, I mean, uh, reasonable. Mm. Uh, in any event, uh, we, I mean, we only work with plants, and sometimes uh, our plants fail, and when they fail, it's an incumbent on you to come and explain to people this is what you have planned, but I mean, we need to readjust our plans. So that's very well in order the question is even as you ask for more time 
the time you're asking for, first of all, is it reasonable? Mm-hmm. That's what you're asking. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, can the stomach wait for that time that you're asking? So what other interventions are you putting in place to cushion the common man? Mm-hmm. I know Eric had, uh, uh, you know, um, I mean, Eric is not starving. Look at him. So that's why even he's lobbying for a job as a government spokesperson. <laughs> but there are people who are hurting this country. There are people who cannot even afford to put a meal on the table. So can we afford to wait? The answer is no. Okay. We cannot afford to wait. The cost of living should be brought down using whatever means. Okay. okay. But you know it is as simple as that. Okay. You know, Philip, one of the things that uh, Eric was raising, and on this one we agree, I agree with him, is this. Uh, if the name of the Monainchi and the suffering Monainchi and Wanjiko and Atieno and whoever else was genuinely being sought after, again, we would see whoever it is was making these promises on their behalf. We would see things that resonate with seeking a solution. The politics around the demonstrations, we understand. That is not going to solve the problems that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. If all those demands are met, the situation that we're talking about will not change. If the server is opened, it'll be opened. If the Cherera 4 are reinstated, the, the people yeah. will still be hungry. Be no, no, nothing will have moved. Okay? Just go down that list. Nothing will have moved. So, realistically speaking, there are very many serious people within the Azimio setup. We have the former governor of Laikipi here, a renowned economist, and others who are serious, clear thinkers. As they talk to us about these things that are wrong, can they play the role of the opposition and tell us, okay, folks, not economic theory about how the central bank will will act and use the powers. No, for, forget that. that. That is too esoteric. Come and tell us about the plans you have for all these things. If it's agriculture, tell us your plans. And point by point, in the first three months, this is what we'll do. In the next six months, this is what we'll do. Go to energy sector. Go to every sector. Have your shadow people and come and tell. Every time you talk to us, you tell us, this is what we will do. We've, we've criticized this, but this is what we would do. Mm. Now, some may argue, this government will pick up what we'll say and do it. Good. Fine. Claim Monai- credit for it. Yes, because you've said it. The Monainchi will benefit. But I do not see a clear plan of how the Monainchi is going to benefit directly. If you do, tell me how you see it, because I don't. You see, first of all, uh, City, I thought both sides presented uh, uh, their programs. Manifesto? Yeah. Okay. It's a program. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, they, they did. did. Yeah. Yeah. They did. So, what you should probably be asking them is to restate that, uh, you see, these guys told you this, we said this, and maybe we either harmonize the two manifestos so that we can deal with the problem, or they adapt our manifesto. Philip. You cannot say they didn't say. They said. Philip, those uh, manifestos. They did say. They, Philip, they sold you a manifesto. Philip. Let me which you, you refused to buy. Let me tell you what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. I am saying, I understand that was politics, and they're presenting us with the political... They're selling hope. Yes, that's yes. what they were doing. And I'm saying, we heard that one. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah. We have finished with all that. We now have a real situation before us. Please tell us. It may mean analyzing your so-called manifesto and telling us where in your manifesto you had this in mind. Because so that when you state it, you say, okay, now manifesto in this column, the, the, the practicum of this one is this. Mm-hmm. I do not want a repetition of the political election promises because that creates mistrust, not trust. We've heard enough of that we it's 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 tiresome you listen to these promises where every time you ask there's a problem and someone takes you to the future 
we don't want to go to the future because it's looking bleak. We would like the present day sorted out so that the future can look better. Because if you can sort me out today, then I'll believe you can sort me out tomorrow. If you can't sort me out today, why tell me about the future? Now, City, I think you've spoken many things, but I only have one answer. You're saying what can be done now. Sasa Hivi, now. Mm. There are many things that you can do. And we've said it so many times. I don't want to repeat myself. You must repeat yourself so that I understand it. Because whatever you said before, I didn't understand. Lower the cost of living through a subsidy. Explain it, it in layman time. terms. Layman terms. Yes. Saying what, what is a subsidy? Remove this budget item that can be postponed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, uh, um, um, I, I don't know how I can explain Apply to you. Apply the funds and to a subsidy. Okay, the appropriation of, uh, of, 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 of the resources mm. to this line, uh, line item. So what is that budget item? So the budget item we're talking about right now mm. is food. Okay, well, it's food. The budget item to be removed. Number one. Mm. Oh man, Rijig. I mean, uh, uh, you know, you you okay, had. Let me help you, you. No, no, you had what my let sister said. You. you had what my the, sister said. The vehicles. Say. The vehicles. Let me help you. A billion shillings already. Go you back are, to twenty-three okay. CASs. No, mm -hmm. no. And in, in fact, just make one policy statement. Mm. Okay. That this particular line item, travel, entertainment, for one year, will be reduced by fifty percent. I hear you. Forty percent. I completely agree. That with you. those resources yes. can be deployed on this line item. Okay. Is that very difficult thing to do? No, it's not. So it is I'll... not difficult. So why is it not being done? I'll, 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 you see, I'll, I'll uh, Nani, um, uh, 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 Eric, hmm. we are talking about um, uh, you know uh, struggling to balance a budget, and we want to give jobs to fifty-one characters who have been working for the last 50 years chaps have been working for 50 years mm. yeah, that is your age and then you, give and you still a, want to give them, give them work a job that does not exist so those are the little things that are being done that make monainchi question and do you whether see, this do administration you, is sincere you see the frustration i have okay the frustration i have tell us is that the people who will be out there today complaining that they have been tear gassed by police yeah are people who are in parliament who should be doing the job exactly what you're saying okay the issue of looking at the budget item per item vote per vote and saying no do not pass this reallocate this move it from here to here is the purview of members of parliament those in the national assembly i started with their leader opio wandai to junet muhammad to the nominated ones kina the odm chairman badi to all the all of them all to the jubilee ones all of them are sitting in parliament they are the ones who ought to be looking and saying we have received a supplementary budget from the national treasury it is saying we are going to spend 700,000 700 million shillings to buy new cars and we have said no to that and we want to move that and create a new item and call it maize subsidy and this is the impact that May subsidy is going to have. That May subsidy is going to run and feed Kenyans, 2 million Kenyans for 10 days. You know, break it down. You know, we don't hear that. Do we hear that? No, You've spoken well. That is Eric. not about manifesto. That is about practical governance but, uh, today. Uh, Eric, you've spoken so well. Uh, but you know, the budgeting process does not start with parliament. It starts with the executive. That's true. So until and this executive until we we, we are until assuming, treasury we are until saying until treasury comes up with a revised budget 
And in fact, I think they, they even the law uh, uh, allows them to um, um, to reallocate, uh, to appropriate, the law. and ask for um, post approval. Yes. Okay. So there are certain things they can do. They don't even have to wait for the budget committee. They can do now. And because and take it to, since they have failed, and take it to Parliament. My point for is, approval. My point is, Philip, and I agree with you. Since those who are holding the reins of the executive have failed to see logic clear common sense as broad as daylight and they have failed to see it those who are seeing it and they are calling us to the streets ought to have done it that supplementary budget when it was brought to them in parliament yeah. i expected to have heard the noises coming from those leaders Kina, the embakasi north mp Babu, Babu, all of them i expected to have heard one single message Supplementary budget imekuja. Ah, watu anataka kukula pesa kununua magari. We are saying no to kununua magari. We are saying yes to kununua unga. And so we are going to push for the reallocation and reappropriation of this 700 billion shillings plus another 200 billion shillings plus another total X amount. Even paying of of uh, pending bills of 60 billion shillings. We don't know who's going to be paid. We remove it. We give it to people to eat unga. I expected to hear that and that's what ndu has been asking what is the alternative if they don't give us a clear roadmap to an alternative then them plus that other bunch that is in the executive same was up they ought to be driven to the ocean like the pigs do you remember the problem that malawi <laughs> has been having was it a cyclone or was it a typhoon cyclone mm. freddy this one was called freddy this one was mm. called freddy yes. now there are countries that have these things more than others japan has earthquakes mm. They've been smart enough to even build buildings, put up building structures that can withstand earthquakes. Mm. Mm. The earthquake mm. shakes it, the building shakes with it, and it stays intact. Mm. <laughs> the U.S. has had more than you can count the number of typhoons or cyclones they've had. Why am I mentioning these things? At such times, when it's considered a national disaster, the parties that oppose each other come, come together. together. Mm. That is a show, an indication that they have the interest of, of the, the public at heart. Yes. Number this one. hunger we speak of is a typhoon it's a oh. cyclone these issues we keep talking about rising costs it has the same devastating effect on everybody as those natural disasters now do you see our political leaders coming together the answer is no no parliament who ought to have been sober do you see them coming in and saying no guys this one the one ain't have a problem yeah, let's right. come together zero do you see political uh, pol uh, religious leaders coming together no there's a nice, decent divide there. There are those who believe they're on this side, they're those. So, so now, leadership that is in our face and that we look up to. If they don't have commonality in this so-called common problem of the Monainchi, who is going to represent the Monainchi here? Monainchi, the Monainchi is, is on his own. Ajipangi. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, because city <laughs> city you said opposition mm. have yeah. no interest of Bonainchi. Mm. Where those in those in uh, the political leadership, in leadership have no interest i don't see so Bonainchi is just in between philip i may be mistaken so what here. what 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 do you expect them to do or misguided do you see oh, do you see any <laughs> of these large groupings that we like talking of taking the side of the monangi and addressing this huge disaster that we have do you see it you see to be honest if we are to, because we're all kenyans eh, i can tell you from where i sit neither the opposition or those in 
political leadership currently are really concerned about Mwanenji. Mm. They are more concerned about themselves. Even those things you hear about importing maize to cushion Mwanenji. Mm. Although, uh, Nani, uh, Eric, uh, mm. just remember that the dollars are sitting at 140. Yeah? Yeah. So if you are importing, you are not importing cheap. <laughs> you are not paying in cash, you are paying in dollars. <laughs> so by the time it's landing here, so again, <laughs> it has to be subsidized, yeah. even if you import, correct? Mm. So, City, I really, uh, I would want to agree with you on that particular uh, argument, that um, either both sides sit down and put Mwanenchi's interest before themselves, or Mwanenchi on their own, and whatever action they take, then nobody should actually blame them. Or we do what uh, Erica said. Put them in a truck, both sides, and push them into Indian Ocean. Wow. <laughs> oh. Is that a threat? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, uh, everything that is done in the name of the Monainchi and the Monainchi sees no benefit. You really don't have much of a choice but to determine that the Monainchi's interest is actually not being taken care of neither is it really at the center of the discussion i can tell nobody cares who cares about Monenchi? but they've been telling you who generally cares about Monenchi from both sides mm. who they are doing it for their own interest oh my and in fact the the moment Monenchi realizes that these fellows don't care about them i think but they've told you um they've always told you how you feel who, it's just that we don't the get problem the message is that we don't believe it who has told us the people have to the, the leaders the have told you the politicians have that told you that they don't care they've true, used true. many media to tell you yeah, that, they that don't we care, don't care yeah. but we just don't believe them but i have been saying here they're yeah. telling you by the things they do how they truly feel about Ndu has been saying this believe for the last them. years actually mm -hmm. no i actually agree i agree with Ndu. Believe they, them. they actually don't care and, and they tell us and every they tell you single day yeah absolutely that we don't care and we choose to ignore yes. or we leave it so here. instead of um uh, you know, um, and, and when you have an opportunity to teach that uh, fellow a few lessons, you accept again short term rewards mm. in terms of handouts and you put them back. Mm. So you're to blame. Ay, 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 ay. Philip, thank you very much for joining us today. Hey. Four months before you've come here. No, you should come again within the next one month. <laughs> <laughs>